on this episode of Homo Superior. You dust, right d- now, he's got Brent. dust or surge. We'll I'm see. Sad. Oh my god, <laughs> he, is, he is really rock sad. slide doesn't even exist anymore. Wrong slide. wrong slide. Yeah, it's wrong slide now. That's so stupid. And Gob Herman's now going by Slob German. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm voting for Slob German. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that sounds like a sexual. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where your enemies are my enemies. Issue 298, I'm Caitlin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brent Wingate. And on this week's episode, Caitlin is back from Gay Paradise, and he's got the shirt to match. It's a beautiful floral Hawaiian shirt. Uh, that you cannot see on pod. Um, our X-Men Assembled event continues with some real surprises and a dead heat and some heatable characters who are surprisingly dead. Uh, we're in part three of season four finales of uh, X-Men the Animated Series. Uh, Clark takes us down the rumor mill for talk of what if and to the casting couch for Deadpool 3 casting news. Do we have too many segments? You decide in our newest segment. Vote out that other segment. We end it with issues and plugs. <laughs> uh, first, some housekeeping. Uh, this week, uh, Adam and I interviewed comic book creator Ben Kahn. Uh, we've got a great interview coming out this Monday on September 11th. Khan was fantastic. Uh, we did ask about Star Trek references. They said they get them all the time, and it annoys them. Does it make no them end. angry? Yes. Like- so it's a wrath of Khan. It is uh, okay. All right. Okay. No. We <laughs> know. Uh, they're a, a great uh, science fiction comic writer. They've got a new prose uh, novel coming out called "L. Campbell Wins Their Weekend." Yeah, and we met them in uh, FlameCon. We met them in FlameCon. The yeah. Character? Uh, yes, the character. They are. Uh, they are a character. Themselves. So check out that interview. Uh, it's actually a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, also, we've got new merch available on our T public mm. page, uh, which you can find a link in Instagram. There's a Justice for Butterrum shirt. So good. We have oh. a Limbo Embassy shirt, and we also have the four rules of Krakoa, the fourth rule being plug me daddy. Yeah. Excellent. Also, uh, Uncanny Experience is coming up. Oh, that's right. And we, uh, some of us are going to be going there. It's the weekend of September 16th and 17th. It's in Minneapolis. It is essentially an X-Men con. We're going to be doing our X-Games panel there. Brent has concocted some delicious, delicious Bar Sinister cocktails, which will be served. Um, Kalen has concocted some evil schemes that he'll be throwing out as well. Yeah, Kalen is like Dennis the Menace, too. <laughs> on He's going to be a prank in Like, Kalen has a slingshot in his back pocket. Yeah. He's <laughs> going to be in detention. For me. Yeah. So if you haven't bought your tickets to Minneapolis... Go ahead and do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I looked the other day. They're hey, not Ryan, that expensive. Ryan, can they use your miles? Can you just like put your... Sure. Say your I'm American miles. Yeah how, yeah. About, how about the top uh, 30 callers can get to use your miles? Yeah, call in right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So oh, Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I thought you were just going to segue into I your am about game. to segue into it. Hey, Caitlin, I heard you got a game. I got a game. Oh. So as Brent mentioned, yes, I was in a gay paradise. I went to Provincetown, Massachusetts. For a full 10 days, which is why I was not on podcast last week. But apparently I kept texting Ryan from dark rooms everywhere. Uh, But uh, I have a game and it has been inspired from when our very own Ryan Krull went went to Amsterdam and he played, did it happen in Amsterdam or did it happen to the X-Men? To to the the (laughs) X-Men in Amsterdam. No, So uh, it's a spin on that. So am I describing Krakoa, Provincetown? Or both. And so you, I'm going to ask y'all a bunch of questions. So you can, Krakoa could be the answer, Provincetown could be the answer, or both could be the answer. Can so, we workshop the title later? Like in case we play this game again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I don't give, I don't give <laughs> a fuck. Any of us go to a different hoary place? There you no, go. No, if, it's, if Kaylin goes back to Provincetown oh. and then we play this specific game again. Yeah, all right. Core <laughs> what? No, okay. We'll, yeah, Just go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So question number one. Which is a safe place that protects homo superior from discrimination and bigotry? New England. Um, uh, do I? It, 
Yeah, this, what's the reality? Is it of this? purposely doing this or is it accidentally doing <laughs> this? Pretty simple. Um, I'm gonna say both because I'll. You know what? I'll take the hit for this, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna say both because that's you went there and yeah, also. Sounds fine. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say you're a coward. I think it's only P Town. <laughs> only P Town. <laughs> because Kayla knows that Krakow is fictional. Well, <laughs> everyone hated him in P Town, so answer and that. They also yeah. didn't, do, didn't do a good job of protecting those people. Well, that's so Clark. Brent is right, and Clark is correct on that too. It is P Town because the Hellfire Gala showed that Krakoa isn't safe. And I came to I talking about me now. Uh, I came to P Town just like Nimrod, crashing in, killed um, a bunch of women. <laughs> so you were the danger. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Question number two: Which place was run by a council of twelve individuals? If I have to be honest, I don't know if P Town was ever run you, by a council. You said of 12. there was eleven people in your house, so that's not twelve. Or 11 other people? Was it 11 other people? Or, 11 or was it 11? 12 individuals total? I'm going to say <clears throat> just Krakoa. That is the right answer. Ah! I have no idea how many people in city council of P-Town. I didn't bother to look. Oh, I meant just your house. If you had Why 12. would you look it up? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna look what? Down, it's me. Of course I would look that up. <laughs> Fair. All right. Cool. While Brent is looking that up, which of these places requires explicit permission from its governing body to protect the sacred land? Sacred land. Of the Dick Doc. Let's see. Let's see. Um, they need the explicit <laughs> permission by the governing body to protect the sacred land. I think it's both on this one. I'm going to just say P-Town. P-Town. What do you think, Clark? I don't know. Are we are we heading to like a Native American aspect of like protecting the no. land? No, not necessarily. Okay. Um, what is, I don't know, what the governing body would be for P-Town. Like the Massachusetts state, or the city body? council, we'll do a flow chart. I don't know. Just guess, I don't know. That, um, it's the first one. There's so many councils in P Town. Uh, There's a council on aging board. All right. So <laughs> the answer, Ryan was correct oh, for old wood. Ryan is correct, and actually great for saying old old wood because you need a permit to have a bonfire on the beach. So you do oh, need yes. explicit. We had to per- do that before. Yeah. yeah, we need explicit permission from the uh, from the oh. governing body. So, which of these places explicitly encourages you to have sex? Oh God! Does an, uh, like an ad for condoms has to be an advertise that has to be like yes, have sex, but with a condom. Wait, so, which one? I'm gonna say both. Oh, I'm saying P Town. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Krakoa, they do not have condoms. They want babies, remember? Yeah. They're like, I have gonorrhea. They just slit their throat and then they're resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> Krakoa is so fucked up. They're like, we found a way. What for STI? Bo- we found a way for boys to get pregnant. Welcome to Krakoa. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, the answer is Krakoa. Make more mutants because they're explicitly telling yeah, you to have I sex. P Town doesn't tell you to have sex. You just have it. There. You get to. Yeah. You get to. <laughs> they have just sex keep there. the dick doc yeah. above board. All right. Yeah. Which of these places is sometimes inhabited by ancient, giant, ferocious beasts? Uh, oh, oh, I know this. This is you're doing a joke. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> So I'm going to say both because Krakoa, obviously, there's some beasts that have attacked this island and they have bear week in P-Town. Am I right? Is there is there like a gay genre, not genre, but type that's like called a Yeti? Oh, yeah. That would be like a Bigfoot. It's like an ancient. Well, there's polar bear. There's polar bears. No, Yetis are larger gay men that are have like. Very white uh, hair, and they live and in the from snow. Canada. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, no, Yeti, Yeti are uh, Himalayan. There are chupacabras as well, which <laughs> will eat anything. <laughs> All right. So the answer is actually P Town, uh, but you could make a case for Kakoa. So I said, "Yep, Bear Week uh, is the correct answer." You would also accept drag queens as an answer. <gasps> Beasts. They ancient. Are, ancient. Yeah, they're ancient. They're, they're pretty old. They're Damn. pretty old. All right. Which place has better coffee? Ooh. I don't know. I what about better whiskey? Um, I keep trying to use the comic books to make coffee, and it, I'm going to have to say P-Town. <laughs> uh, no, it's Krakoa. The coffee's only okay in P-Town. Oh. Uh, which, I, I found some good places. <laughs> yeah, there's actually some all right places. Uh, which, place, <laughs> which place has better tea? Ooh, you bitch. Like, um, however you want to define it. Uh, I've got go, to go with Krakoa because of uh, uh, Bar Sinister. Yeah. Um, 
It's P-Town because there's a daily tea dance. No, that's not that right. Yeah. And also you can spill the tea, I'm baby. I'm revolt over this one. Yeah. I uh, want no. my points. I want my points. I mean, I mean, Krakoa is a constant tea dance. It's a never-ending tea dance. Seriously. Uh, they're they like literally... The resur- there are no points. Shut up. They're resurrecting people and everyone's like, we're busy partying. Listen Put here. Krakoa has people who are 12 but actually 18-year-olds serving at the bar. So they're always fucking busy. Yeah. All right. So which of these places can you win a sword fight in a tournament? Uh, uh, it's got to be P-Town because in Krakoa, that happens in other worlds. Are there like cockfights there in yeah, P-Town? I'd... Oh, wait. I guess there was the, the tribunal or whatever they call it, the crucible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Krakoa. It's both. It's actually Provincetown because I was thinking of Tennis Swords, which happened in other worlds. Oh, but I was right. But Br- 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 there was Pulse. sword fighting yeah. in the Crucible. <laughs> yeah. uh, fine. All right. Uh, which, looks like Caitlin died in that Crucible. Which of these places pulls the sinners underground? Uh, I, I'm saying both because of Dick Doc. Is a Dick Doc w- underground? I guess it's yeah. below it's sea below, level, right? No. I went there once. Well, and some guy I don't know what sea level <laughs> is. It's not below sea level. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> they, Listen here, you, you guys are drowning every do you single think day. P Town's underground. The- yeah, it's Atlantis. <laughs> it's like Atlantis. They pull you it's into the murky city. depths. Um, the answer is both because some guys are into berry play. Yeah, where they get what is that? Oh yeah, I'm a hedgehog. Is that where you bury your your, your top of your body in the sand and your just legs and flailing out? You get fucked. Dicks. Other way. Uh, it is both. There's also that doesn't sound as fun. What? Obviously, okay. there's the you're pit not suffocating in Krakoa, that way. And then there's the dick dock in uh, P town, but also there's the the bar purgatory, which you have to walk under down to where the underwear party happens. What's that? Purgatory. Yeah, it's a bar. It's what you're in, baby. It's right a now. bar, and it's like <laughs> it it feels like a like an old 1800 ship. That's definitely going to crash. And I've been there once. Very and I low, don't need to go back. Very low ceilings. Which of these places has an annual event where residents and guests are encouraged to wear lavish and sometimes garish outfits? Uh, Krakoa. I, I'd say Pete Town has about 5,000 of those. Yeah, so they only have. <laughs> Krakoa only has one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say both. The answer is both. Uh, I said Hellfire Gala and Carnival. Yeah, but mm, all right. Every week has a different I theme. Goddamn like, thing! I don't like uh-uh. the degree of technicality uh-uh. Kayla uh-uh. uses. Out of Changes it. question to question. Uh-huh. Stop it. Which place is uh, bedeviled? Which place is bedeviled? Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Which place is bedeviled by narcissistic clones? Oh God! Uh, it's both, uh, baby. They're, they're all both. It's both. Which place has more? Uh, characteristics that you can possibly ambiguously list <laughs> this is my game shut up it's provincetown because uh, mr sinister's in the pit so they're not bedeviled okay. by clones anymore uh which place can be accessed by water land what? or air what which place can be accessed by water land or air uh, can you get to p-town by air i don't know i don't think no you, and you, you have can't. to drive your so long it, ass around Actually, neither. You can't get it's, to... Oh. It's neither because you have to walk through a gate to get to Krakoa, uh-huh. and there's some ways you can't get to P-Town. You can't really ride a boat into Krakoa either because like they try and blow them up. You can. They you try to weird... blow you, you, them you, up. You, 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 that you happens can, in P-Town, too. You yeah. can surfboard in there like those people did that one time. And by remember, they, they got by plane. They just dropped <laughs> yeah, it, on top of the island. They just it, threw their bodies because they were dominoed. If you fall into the ground and break your spine, does that count as coming in by yeah. air? Okay, Kalen. So I think what our answer is, they're trying to blow up boats. What is the answer? <laughs> it's, it's both. Uh, it's neither. It's because in P-Town, you can get there by air, by Cape Air. It's a tiny-ass oh, airplane there you with go. propellers. I hate it. Um, uh, you can you get on my ferry. Uh, no, and I refuse to because the little I, I'm not scared of flying, but the little planes just don't yeah, like, no. freak me out, and they're also very expensive. Uh, there's the ferry, and then you can drive or use the portals. You can use the portals. Has portals. <laughs> See, that's the technicality. Of Krakoa. I would you, love if it... you could come in from the air, just like uh, those people from X Force, the uh, like the early issues did. The like the the peacock or, tattoo guy or people, what's his Zeno, face? Yeah. Um, he slammed down it. Nimrod from air. Nimrod, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, water, they have brought in ships. Land, technically, because you have to walk on land to get through the portal. What if you were sucking someone's dick through a glory hole and it turned out it was just like a portal to Krakoa and like oh. multiple people just shoved their way That's through? That's a glory hole right there. That's great. All right. And then last, which place has <laughs> made me, Kalen Batia, very happy? Uh, n- neither. Is it only Krakow? <laughs> it's, <Yeah. laughs> uh, it's both. Uh, I had a great vacation, and I love Krakoa, and it was a lot of fun. 
I will say uh, I did get to meet uh, in person Phil Jimenez. He lives there now. Oh. He's delightful uh, and he's a phenomenal artist, as you all know. And before I went to uh, P-Town, I was in Boston for one night, got to have dinner with Steve Orlando and his boyfriend, Mike, who were both delightful. They're great. So um, as you all know, he's a friend of a pod. So just had an awesome time. Who did let me you get my... to meet this week, Ryan? Uh, Nobody? Um, uh, I thought my house was haunted at one point. So a ghost. By a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, your current house in DuPont. You thought it was yeah, content. but it was just the girl next to me. She doesn't talk often. She's she's dead. <laughs> Did she, she come out of your TV? Right, is she here right now? Okay, you guys don't see her. She's here. No, she was just moaning. so she's not haunting the house. She's haunting you. I think she was crying or something, but it sounded just like like. <laughs> and Ryan goes Wait, over it? and starts slamming on the door and says, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up!" Wait, that's, is why this... that's why your neighbors hate you so much. You're was this screaming Ariel? at a ghost? Was it Ariel from Little Mermaid doing that? <laughs> no, it was Frozen. <laughs> anyway, let's let's keep it moving. All right, let's do X Men Assemble. All this week, we've been voting on Instagram and Twitter, and as you know, Home Superior's desperate need of a home team X Squad, and it's up to you, voters, and up to us a little bit when things tie, which they do. Um, so you can vote, as we know, on Twitter at Homo Superior X or on Instagram stories at Homo Superior Podcast. At the time you're listening, Heat One will be done. We actually, for us, still have about 12 hours of the final groups, which are wild and wilder. Ooh. We'll discuss all these motherfuckers now. Just counting votes left and right. Yeah. Yeah. We already de- dealt with Gene beating Cyclops, Magneto beating Apocalypse last week. So we go down from, we got the queers. We had North Star beating Bling, the largest percentage of anybody. Sorry, Bling. And Tempo, <laughs> tempo beat Anoli. Um, anal. Anal. Right. Uh, tempo beat that anal. <laughs> um, Kaylin, were you surprised with any of these two these two decisions? Uh, I was not. North Star was definitely going to win that one. And then uh, I thought it could go either way between Tempo and Anole, a.k.a. Anal. But because I think of recency bias and Tempo being more newly out, I feel like people voted for her and character wise being out like the the last two years of anoli has just been like he's some kid who's there that's true yeah no romance at all brent you're the only one who voted bling why out of everyone (laughs) all the people (laughs) there was was, five of us five of us yeah uh because i just think it's unfair that we live in a world where for Certain random characters to get any like or attention, they have to be written by a brilliant comic book writer who completely reinvents the character and then people Mm. suddenly become interested in them. I would like for this character to have more to do and for their like life to just be developed more. Yeah, I think we've got enough North Star. I've got it. Uh, I want something else, I want something different. And I just don't want to have to wait till some artist finds it particularly inspiring. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. I, yeah, I, I want to find out about it. that hip hop dad of hers. Yeah, yeah. Pa- parents, parents. <laughs> oh, but yeah, pa- yeah, sorry. yeah. One is a hip hop parent. <laughs> <laughs> the whole one's a little bit country. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Jesus. Um, so I, for the shooty stabby ones, Cable beat Hope and Wolverine Laura demolished Wolverine Logan, which we can all agree is great. Woo-hoo. So Clark, as, as me, why were you the only one who voted <laughs> Cable for Homo Superior? Yeah, why did you? The only reason I did it is because, number Gosh, one, gosh. Hope can get so fucking hypocritical so quick. All the shit that happened with Sins of Sinister and she immediately starts yelling at Exodus even though she planned to kill him minutes before he planned on uh, abandoning her. Fuck off. She's still young. And, um, <laughs> I don't, not at that point. That, well, Jesus. That, at that was, point, she's a thousand years that's old. That's why or they scrubbed years old, all of Jesus' stuff for so many years <laughs> because true. he became hypocritical. So in rank order of preference, <laughs> it's boring over hypocrisy. Well, no, we also, I also <laughs> really like Teen Cable when we read his um, series. What two years ago? I think ago. Cable's interesting. I did like Team Cable. And but Cable Deadpool. With, I, have, I have to support Cable because of uh, that series. Okay, Cable Minisi Deadpool. is a yeah. Fa- Cable is re- can be a really well written character if you have the right writer. Like yeah. so, Fabian Nicieza, um, and then Al Ewing doing Cable a little bit in X Men Red has been great. I've liked even like when Team Cable went to the future and then old regular old man Cable came back. I've enjoyed Cable a lot more, but. I love me some hope. Now this w- this was like X Force when she- Hope was on those two different X Force teams. I'd ch- chosen her. Yeah, but it's not. That's been about seven years, and she's not. gone downhill by comparison for me since. Yep. 
Ryan, were you surprised by Laura's domination? No. We live in a queer culture now where we don't need this toxic max mass oh that works that works masculinity masculinity to the max no but i i think people are just over wolverine a little bit at least our fans and us we we (laughs) just don't we don't care about the idea of wolverine twitter and instagram aren't real life if we talk to a bunch of dc bros they would be like give me wolverine they'd say who's laura yeah Yeah, exactly like yeah snyder cut bro i think people that listen to this podcast uh which is only us um is uh mom yeah (laughs) uh we'll just like her way more yeah i hope she goes far all right and some um female-centric categories mind and magic emma beat rachel and maddie beat pixie most of these had just have one actual name they really go by anything else uh brent uh oh everybody voted all five of us voted emma uh, do you think we just don't like Rachel that much? I don't. Whether? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think that we are a Rachel Stan podcast, but I also think that it would be hard. You'd be hard pressed to pick any character that uh, in this early on that Emma would not beat. Emma takes it for the win. I, like if you put Emma versus Storm, I would think I'd have to pick Emma. It'd be a pretty hard. That'd I be would, a pretty I hard choice, I think, Emma and Storm. But that that'd probably be the hardest combination. Yeah. So, so only ones all five of us voted on were for was Emma, Laura, um, M, and Cat's Eye. Yeah. Cat's. <laughs> <laughs> the Cat's Eye vote is still happening right the now. The only yeah. ones. If it was Emma and Cat's Eye, I don't know who I would vote. That's for. her stepdaughter. <laughs> that's yeah. her. That's her adopted daughter. Little, I mean, that we we ignore seats. that yeah. fact. All right, next one, the fit and wit categories. Dazzler beat Boom Boom, which was some drama, which it's Ryan tough. forced me to put them against each other because he didn't want to lose both in the same week. <laughs> uh, and Warpath beat Colossus, which was a big fucking deal because no one knew it was going to happen. And we got... A People large... got mad about that. Uh-huh. Um, excuse me, both... Uh, well, it said both, but Dazzler suddenly switched. Anyways, Warpath uh, and Colossus only one that ended in a split decision, which meant... Twitter went one way and Instagram went the other way. Wow. And three out of f- five of us voted for Warpath, so hooray. Uh, Clark, why did you go against Homo Superior and vote Boom Boom? Yeah, how dare you? What's wrong with She's you? Great. She is great, though. I'm not going to argue with you. I love Boom Boom because here's the reason why. If it was um, Extreme X-Men, Dazzler, when people actually wanted to write her and wrote her fucking amazingly, yeah. it would be her. But I don't think besides... Uh, Ex- what is the extinguishers? What the fuck are they called? The Ex- oh, exterminators. Exterminator extinguishers. Extinguishers. Yeah, the exterminators. That's the one I'm writing. I feel like they wrote every. Uh, they wrote everybody as Boom Boom. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and Boom Boom was true to her voice, but then everyone else was also her voice. So yeah. I think Boom Boom being written and, well right now, but but Dazzler's not. And they're both. I know your next question. Uh, also, Dazzler got how ripped am I open. dealing? And not well, bitch. But um, <laughs> yes. it's uh, but Dazzler is a little bit competent but messy and she doesn't realize it boom boom fully knows and is self-aware of her chaosness yeah it's in her name ryan are you the boom boom of the podcast no i'm the dazzle you're the boom boom baby oh, no. oh you're the oh. boom boom time bomb <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it was it was tough it was a tough call between yeah. those two that was a tough call and brent i asked uh, why do you think warpath beat colossus what's I think it's simple. I think that Colossus uh, is the sleeper agent right now, by which I mean he puts you to fucking sleep because he's <laughs> not doing anything interesting. Tough, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it could be more interesting, and we all wanted a little bit more when they brought it up originally, but there's just not a lot going on with that guy. And he murdered a woman. He, he killed someone, and we're all like, meh, let's just move on to something it was else. A, it was a pretty- and I don't care, yeah. He once saved all of mutant kind by injecting, I'm assuming, steroids into himself. <laughs> um, it was it was actually mercury. <laughs> no. And we still don't fucking care. Yeah, he just doesn't do a b- impact that much. I mean, he did, he he's done the exact opposite of what he should be doing is actually lose characterization in the last three years. And yeah. I voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I. Don't, because I'm going to be going as him for uh, Uncanny Experience. Oh, he's also and your thing. I, and also he's I'm the he's my thing on the Home yeah. Superior uh, logo. So I feel like I gotta yeah. I gotta, you gotta you gotta stand. Someone's gotta rep him. Like I voted for Cyclops because like that's my you avatar. Have to, yeah, yeah. 
I voted for Cyclops because I like him. I like him too. I voted for Cyclops because you're Cyclops. No, you did not. It was everyone's Cyclops. Everyone's Cyclops. So it was Fire and Ice Boys over in Classic with Iceman beating Archangel easily and Sunfire beating Banshee not easily. The latter, for some reason, be the heaviest battle besides the one we're going to talk about in a minute. Clark. Clark. This is becoming. I literally voted against you guys five, six times. I'm not surprised. Seems like you're the problem. Oh yeah, it is. Um, why did you alone pick Archangel Clark? And the reason is because I like Archangel. Cool. Okay. Any reason or like, I like don't know. Metal wings or anything? I like metal wings. I like, I don't know, the duality of who he is. Blah, 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 blah. He's been an interesting character, but they haven't done anything interesting with him lately. Whereas I think Bobby Iceman has become much more interesting after. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just wanted to vote. For, I knew he wasn't going to win, so I just gave him a little, that's a little, fair. Get a little vote. Just give him yeah. a little. They never called him Bobby Iceman in the comics, and that's the only way we refer to him. <laughs> Bobby Iceman. <laughs> uh, so in regards to Sunfire Banshee, Kalen, this is the only time you didn't vote on the winning side. Uh, I voted for Banshee. I think Banshee is just a more interesting character than Sunfire. I like Sunfire's visual. I think he's a fine character. He just I, like his job is to join the X Men and leave after like three issues. Or get his face ripped off. Uh, yeah. Banshee. I also <laughs> like the fact Otherwise, that that's Banshee. Yeah, <laughs> Banshee. Uh, I also like the fact that Banshee is a little bit older, so we have a little, we could have some age diversity on the team. Okay. Plus, before I came out, an early like attraction of mine is that scene from the first uh, part of Phalanx Covenant where you have Sean Cassidy, Banshee, like basically like putting his clothes back on, but you see his abs, Joe Moderera drew it. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking hot. I mean, I wouldn't, if that was, if that's one of the reasons, I would not worry because we are going to have hentai versions of all these characters commissioned mm-hmm. for you to jerk off yeah. to. And I'll be, yeah, but this is like be 90s Kalen when we'll, he was a child. We'll build a time machine. Yeah, all right. my, the reason I think Sunfire is... M- he has so much personality, and we haven't seen him too, too much, which is very fascinating. Would you say it's fiery? I would. I would say he's fiery. Also, <laughs> I think he also has abs, so I'm into uh, that he, as well. It might, yeah. might just be. But I, I think uh, he has so much potential, and people want to see him more. Yeah. Banshee, over the years, also, I think they're probably around the same age, because they both... No. Ju- what do you think? Banshee's no, older. Banshee's about 10 years older than the Siren's rest of the daughter. X-Men. I, okay. So, so Siren being, yeah. he's got like a twenty-five-year-old daughter. Yeah, yeah, she's like eighteen to thirty-six. Come on, <laughs> she, <laughs> I, she's so anywhere he, from I, twenty-nine so to forty. I, I think Banshee is the same age as like Charles Xavier and Magneto. Well, Charles Xavier, not Magneto. No. Yeah, he uh, close to. I Moira. mean, both of them were banging Moira. So yeah, yeah, so I'd say like I'd say canonically, Banshee's like pushing fifty. No, for sure. No one yeah. is that no, old yeah, yeah. in this universe ever. <laughs> I, I like, think so. I feel like Xavier's been 50 for a while. Like, oh, Xavier's like, I, I want to say like 70 years. Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my Banshee slash Sunfire thing is that Banshee has so much like already created story between characters. Sunfire has none. He has no family connections, no real friend connections. He's right. just a guy that shows up and leaves. Like, yeah. It'd be cool to actually have him create relationships. I think he has a minor one with Rogue from her um, one short-lived series. But like it's just he's just a non-entity in the he's X-Men a, universe. Yeah, he's very much a blank template in that regard. Yeah, I want to see more. Yeah. Well, we'll see if he I joins can't our team. Wait to see what happens. <laughs> Watch what happens live. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the one that happened today. This was the big old deal. So we had the X Kids and the um, X Factor characters, and M clearly was going to beat Siren as we who we just spoke about yeah. very easily. And then Glob Herman versus Rockslide went down to one single vote. Everything was tied everywhere, and there was one that went rock slides away. So this is, I know Adam's not here right now, but this is when I would yell at Adam for not voting. He's like, my vote doesn't count. And I'm like, it was one vote. On the most important character choice we have. Exactly. (laughs) Of our generation. Of our generation. Yeah. X. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. That was tough. I mean, like, so it was- I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, literally just- they, okay, so it makes sense though because yeah. they are, they feel similar. They they have a little depth to them. They um 
they're a little bit more menacing than you might expect. Strong, silent type. Yeah. Kind of a protector. They, a little and, bit uh, jokey to counterbalance some of the other stuff going on with And they're them. never like main characters, but like X fans like love like the background yeah. characters. Well, they we both started there. they both started as assholes too. Yeah. Yes. They did. And they Very slowly true. revealed that they were kind of good people. They had like good little cutie friends like Rockslide that probably was did it Rockslide and Anal being such a duo we yeah. haven't seen together in about eight years but and i i think it comes down to their friendships for me uh glob herman and quentin choir were assholes together and that wasn't a friendship to look and maybe to. murdered a bunch of people but they kind Perhaps. of uh they kind of removed that having been a situation skimmed over that with that riot skim faster <laughs> <laughs> and then uh but anal and rockside became cute friends and i think that was like friendship goals for a lot of people yeah i, I think it was it's weird that they literally i mean they changed Glob to become what Rockslide's personality was when yeah. they decided they liked Glob's visual better. Yeah. So they literally just gave him his personality and said, now you're the lead of, of this weird kind of situation. Mm-hmm. It's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. It's I'm bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, Glob is absolutely losing whatever the next round is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm upset. Yeah. Oh, you mean Rockslide? Uh, yeah, Rockslide. Uh, he's Rockslide. got, d- dust, right d- now, he's got dust or surge. We'll I'm see. sad. <laughs> oh, my God. He is, he is really Rockslide doesn't even exist anymore. Wrong slide. wrong slide. Yeah, it's wrong slide now. That's so stupid. And Glob Herman's not going by Slob German. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm voting for Slob German. Oh my god. Oh, that sounds like a sexual. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. And finally, where the ones happen today are the wild ones and the wilder ones, which um, Sink and Darwin are going up against each other, which are basically two to one now. Um, Sink's gonna kill him. And the same thing as Catsai and Kylan. Exactly the same thing. Two to one. Gives a fuck about Kylan. He looks like a hamster with a bad haircut and swords. Great. <laughs> Sign me up. I don't know anything about Kylan, including why I voted for Tatsai. Um, he was in that. And I don't want to know anything Jeannie about Howard, Kylan. Um, that five issue miniseries. Remember? Nope. The the Knights of yes. Ten oh, or whatever. Knights of Ten. He, he was in Knights of Ten. Yeah, he was in it. He was in Knights of Ten. He was in Excalibur. He was back in, in Excalibur the day. for the. I voted for Tatsai because I assume she's a drag queen. And she is. She turns into a cat and a different colored cat and a giant cat and a lady who's Emma Frost's uh, adopted daughter. Perfect characterization. And her catchphrase yeah. still holds up. Cat's got your eye. <laughs> <laughs> People always say it still yeah. to this day. God uh, bless her. And yeah. that's what I got. We got a lot going <laughs> yeah. on. Anything yeah. else? Okay. So doesn't Heat Two begins? Heat he Two begins the ninth, which is you guys are listening and Saturday. it's starting on so it's, Saturday. So be tomorrow, your time. Your time tomorrow. <laughs> Don't. Just Saturday. Just Saturday the 9th. That's when it'll start. Yeah. And it'll go for the next seven days. You got a day off. And then we got the finals. <laughs> Guys, take that day. Just relax. For Don't yourselves. worry about voting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just take a bath or something. I don't know. I don't know what you guys do. Get some herbal tea and get in there. And Tell your friends to vote down characters you hate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's Rage one vote. of the things yeah. I told them to do. Yeah. All should. right. Anyways, have fun. Talk to you later. Fuck off. Next up, <laughs> um, MCU Next CV is our weekly segment focused on the latest and the greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. And baby, it's been dry lately, so we've been just covering X-Men the Animated Series. We are currently going through the mini-event, as yeah. Clark or Brent, some, someone said. Um, this is Season 4, Episode 20, Beyond Good and Evil, Part Three, baby. Um, the Lazarus Lazarus Chamber. That's uh, hard to say in one breath, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's why it took seventeen. We open with Cable as he gives little baby kisses to his good boy Kyle and says bye to him. <laughs> Who is Kyle? <laughs> Kyle, Kyle is his son. Son. Tyler. Tyler. Oh, oh Tyler. Whatever. <laughs> what? You know what's funny is how bland that name is. For your father's Wait. name is. Cable and your son's I name is I could have sworn it was Tyler. Kyle. It's Tyler Kyle. I wrote that down with such confidence. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. But, okay, so he, it's aban- Kyle now, he abandons uh, his son and travels to the present day in a very large time machine, guys. Um, he meets up with the X-Men in our in the current day and decides to destroy Apocalypse, Apocalypse's Lazarus James. How much did you drink before that? I didn't. I just can't speak. Um, All right. The team, then the team decides to go back to ancient Cairo. However, Apocalypse predicted this and uses the opportunity to kidnap his little king, Xavier, which he says at the end. Yeah. Uh, what you guys think? I've stolen the short king, Xavier. That was um, that was a wild recap, guys. Um, so it's a. 
kind of a heavy episode. I feel like a lot of shit happens. What do you guys think of this one? Uh, I feel, uh, I think, uh, Clark, you might have said this. Uh, it felt, you know, the whole storyline feels like uh, like one of those big crossovers, especially in the 90s mm-hmm. when everyone's kind of doing their own thing. This being like the penultimate episode, like you start seeing people converging finally. Totally. And I really, really like that. This is a very exciting four-parter. I really hope. I don't remember the fourth episode, so I hope they stick the landing. This was the cable issue of the crossover. Yes, it was. Yeah, We had Uncanny X-Men, then the second was X-Men, then... Exactly right. And I don't know what the fourth was. And then Psylocke showing up out of nowhere going, what is this, a sci-fi convention? I'm like, bitch, look at you. (laughs) Uh, There was a line in it that I really enjoyed. Uh, Wolverine is beating up Sabretooth, and then he's like, Charles, get in his head. And Charles is like, I'm not going to do that. And then uh, Cable's like, well, if you don't, I will. And Charles is like, sure, why not? (laughs) So Charles examines his mind and sees the place beyond time or whatever. And he says, watches, timepieces, other time-related things. (laughs) That's us describing Loki season two. (laughs) Yeah. Clocks. Yes. You're like, did you just run out of different descriptive words? There's a pathway. There's a city in the middle. Time watches etc and such and forth you get it <laughs> and then later we'll eventually tell them but it doesn't do it in the moment um my favorite line was when cyclops opens the door uh to the chamber and he just goes you're too stupid to plan this on your own <laughs> just screams at saber tooth yeah me. you're mad at me pretty boy and it's like how is pretty boy an insult yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> gorgeous i love you saber really into cyclops yeah who is it yeah um it's the four horsemen. Can we speak on them? They're dumb. Yeah, they don't do anything. When you when the, like they're cannon fodder. I know, but their their technique of like fighting the X Men is like throw their metal horse at them constantly, and then they just go whoa. And they they like, went to the flying monkey school of combat, <laughs> but they don't say anything either. They sometimes have lasers, but they're not using like their talents or anything like that. Yeah, like you would think that pestilence would like cause like disease and yeah. famine would be like, oh, I'm really no, hungry he, now. No, he causes Locus, green lasers and yeah, green. death or causes pro- red lasers, <laughs> yeah. you know, just like the real death. I, but, I, I did like that Warren Worthington goes like, I had your job once. Yeah. <laughs> Still just like, Let me just get a different flying guy. So yeah. they, they get knocked off their horses and then they just go, oh. Just sort of get back on and then just attack them. You know what they say when you when life throws you (laughs) off a horse, you got to get back (laughs) on. That's what Apocalypse taught them. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, Good dad. Have we talked about uh, Warren's current look and how it looks like a superhero designed by Mormons? Yeah. She's got the look. Yeah, he's called an angel for a reason. I know, but it's a little bit. Are you an angel? Yeah. It's just not a good, just the halo on it. Yeah, that was Angel's original, not original outfit, but like his first non-X-Men superhero. Uh, he has a lot of money, though, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, could, money doesn't mm-hmm. buy taste, Brent. You could buy something better. So C- Cable, when he's trying to get to the the right part of the uh, the time stream or whatever, like to, but he spends so much time trying to get to the right room that they had to animate. He literally gets in an airport tram at one point and takes like a bus <laughs> to a door and then opens it and then walks through another hall. And I'm like, the fuck are we just watching? Animation was different back then. Yeah. <laughs> did you like how Bishop is so used to time travel that he is completely unfazed in this abstract concept of like a no space that he's annoyed that that the the giant bug car Cable was driving almost hit him. Like, get the heck out of here. I'm walking here, man. Yeah. Come on. Even in wherever I that am, guy has experienced time. He has seen it all. Also, he he's walking square. so slow. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> he's stuck with this crazy, annoying guy the he's entire three time. episodes. Oh, in Bender. Just yeah. Oh, oh, Shard. Why don't you hang back? Uh, we might need you later. We know your brother's bishop, uh, but <laughs> if we have to do any time-related stuff, you're the best. You yeah. stay here. I'm sorry. I know people like Shard. She's not a good character. No one likes. She doesn't Shard exist. On this I mean, podcast. she does. <laughs> Every time it sounds like Shart. Shart, yeah, Shart, yeah. She's not that interesting. No, no, she really isn't. Uh, she, her, all the outfits in the future are so fucking dumb. I hate even like the weird um, sentinels that they have. They just look like Reverse Flash. 
yes. sort of suit. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. The, they have the little red and the yellow. It's so stupid. It looks terrible. Like it. Yeah. So susceptible to guns, though. Well, but very enjoyable. I'm excited to find so out great. what Apocalypse's plan is. Yeah. And if it's to put them all in a giant centrifuge and then just spin them around a bunch. What do you think? It uh, okay? So I think if I remember correctly, he got uh, cable. They fix everything. Cable goes back in time and he goes, "Tyler, where are you?" And he goes, "My name's Kyle." Oh, if yeah. I remember yeah. that correctly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think so. did remember See, that. See, that's what happened. Uh, so, like, they fixed the past to save the future, and then when he returned to the future, he said, "Tyler," and the, his son goes, "Dad, you know my name is Kyle." And then you Shark comes out of Kyle. the room and she goes, call me Shart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. It's All right, tough. let's move on. Extra, extra. Okay, we got a few extra extras in here. Uh, Marvel animated series What If is the only thing now that's going to air this year besides Loki. Everything else has been pushed to next year. And we found out some of the, well, seemingly what the episodes are going to be. So here are the rumors slash leak stories. Um, one is that uh, What If Gamora Killed Thanos? Now, was that the one that was from last season that they did not air? Because I think there was one episode that they didn't air, and so it was weird when it got to the finale. And she just showed up. Probably. Why don't Uh, we just give a hated it or hotted it after each one? Yeah, just real quick. All right, what if Gamora killed Thanos? Yeah, hated, hotted? Hated it. Hated it. Yeah. What if Captain Carter finds Hydra Stomper, which is what happened at the end of season one? (laughs) Uh, Hotted it. I really like that episode. The Hydra Stomper? That's the, the super suit, right? Yeah, that's the, the Iron Man suit that uh, where, yeah. Steve, Steve Rogers... Where did it go? It's in storage. Oh, we oh all right. Hated it. Hated it. Uh, what if Odin and Hela... What if Odin and Hela versus Winwu? That's the that's the sentence um, I want to say that was given. Winwu is the Ten Rings, yes? Yes, he's oh. the father. In that's the fun. They're, they're not seen very often, so... Yeah, that could be interesting. What if Avengers versus Surtur? Hated it. Hated it. Hated it, it, it. Hated it, it, it. Okay. What if the Tesseract landed in Haudenosaunee uh, Confederacy before the colonization of America? Which Hotted is, it, it, it. That sounds great. Hotted it. Interested. What if Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne fight the Red Guardian during 1980s? Oh, my God. <coughs> I would like to actually see him I, I, I in would one like, of their early things. So, hey, yeah. I mean, I would like to say all of these <laughs> sentences I'm reading right now are not me writing it. Uh, the, the wild grammar is, is not me. Th- these are, yeah, things that you pulled offline. What if Hank Pym and Janet Pym fight the Red Guardian during 1980s? Uh, how did it, I'm with you as well, right? Because we haven't seen one of his early adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think fun. it'd be great, yeah. What if Yondu delivered Star-Lord to Ego? Hated it. I don't care. Boring. boring it, 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 it. What if Happy Hogan... Hated it. it. What if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? Hated it. it, it. What the it. fuck are we talking about here? No. <laughs> what if Wanda had grown up watching musicals instead of sitcoms? Hated it. Hated it because it's so stupid. So why It's did, so stupid. Does it feel like at the beginning of this, like an Ambien was taken? <laughs> and then as they're coming up with newer ones they start to get crazier and crazier and they push through some craziness loop to be great yeah. it's <laughs> we'll see yeah but what if, what if happy saved christmas uh i don't know that sounds terrible <laughs> the wanda one is the only one that references like a series and not a movie yeah because the other ones are all movie related and also season one too mm-hmm. but these all kind of suck, though, right? <laughs> not, I'm not really interested okay, in any of them. A what if to me would be like, what if Quicksilver didn't die in Avengers Age of uh, Ultron? War, Ultron. Yeah. That would be an interesting story. So he's with the Avengers through all their adventures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a what if. Yeah. Not if like, what if Hawkeye also learned swords? Like, it's stupid. <laughs> what, like, if Tony, what if Tony killed Steve during Civil War? That's, That's yeah. That's See, awesome. honestly, like yeah. yeah, yeah. See, should we write these? Oh my gosh, should yeah. we write these down? Oh. Write <laughs> hey, nobody. Kevin, hey, Kevin. All listeners, stop listening. These are our ideas. Hey, Kevin. Exactly. <laughs> also, like I've said this before, what if works in the comics a certain degree because there's like such a rich history mm-hmm. of that. Like the MCU has only existed for what 14, 15 years now. So. I think the problem with these is they're trying to maybe connect them in the way that they do with the normal MCU, and they're like these should just be standalones. Standalones, agreed. Uh, what if uh, Atlantis was hobbled by Wakanda? That's a good, another good one. Yeah. Or the other way around. Yeah. The old flipperoo. The old flipperoo. Ah, I love a good flip fuck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So the other big rumor slash news um, from the MCU is that Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness director, Sean Raimi, is Marvel's top dr- choice director to direct Star. Uh, excuse me, Secret Wars. That hurts my organs. I was gonna say you hated. That's gonna be weird. I bad. don't. I I just bring the Russo brothers back. That's all I want. There's gotta be other people. No, Surely. just them. Just them. Okay, fine. Yeah, no. we'll get them. We'll get them. Okay, okay. <laughs> if I can't have Wes Anderson, I want the Russo brothers. You're alone, baby. Oh, yeah, I guess so. All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And a bit of Deadpool news. Deadpool 3, of course. Liev Schreiber is coming back as Sabretooth. It's not going to be for a cameo or for a major role, but he'll be there. Also, we're getting Kid Pool and Head Pool and every sort of weird version of Deadpool possible. Wouldn't it be Kitty Pool? No, Kid Pool is a a child version of Deadpool. Yeah, I know, but they should should call him Kitty Pool. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess he's not. He's not, though. Yeah. All right. Any other news, Clark? I got nothing else. All right. Let's get into the issues. The issues are a weekly recap of all things X. And so continues the fall of X. This week, we've got X-Men number 26, Immortal X-Men number 15, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Weapons of Vengeance, Omega number Woo! one. Woo! And Scarlet Witch number eight. So starting with X-Men number 26 by Jerry Duggan and illustrated by Jim Tao and Javier Pina. We get some additional background on what Emma and Fist discovered following the fall of X, and Hema slash Hazel and Tony end up in a compromising position when, they disco- when they're discovered by Phelong at the Hellfire Club. What? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, it's Kate versus Firestar on Orcus's Bloom Space Station, and Kamala witnesses the rapidly spreading negative effects of bigotry while uh, uh, like undercover on Orcus's NYC campus. Uh, yeah, I Adam wrote this, and I don't he wrote mine too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, think he wrote this. I think he had Chat GPT write it. <laughs> I think he did too. Um, but uh, a lot happens in this issue. The plot is moving along. Maybe some would think a little too quickly. But what did you guys think? It's a for Emma and Tony to be caught in a position where. The ring needs to be on her finger because Fei Long shows up is the most sitcommy way so you could possibly have these characters in this scenario. I, I was not expecting that. I, I was not expecting you that. You don't say. I don't think a lot were because it doesn't make any fucking on sense. On the one hand, I like the... He could have said, oh, you dropped your ring. Yeah. She's already married. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She's already married. She dropped her ring. I was getting it for her. Uh Tony Stark decided to propose in a closet. Is what is what Fei Long has to buy now? <laughs> it's... The then famously ostentatious Tony Stark decided to propose to his secretary, his new secretary, in a closet in the dark. It's <laughs> so wild. It's so wild. It is. I, I like the stakes of the ring that she has to wear to protect her from uh, Sentinels. Sure. But I thought it was like the second it comes off, uh, uh, an alarm is going to go off for Sentinels to show up. Or, or does she have to use her powers as well? Um, I think, well, she probably would have to access her powers. But what? no, I think that it's mutant detected. Thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Right. So the second that ring is off. That the the mute the sentinels That's know sort of where what I go. thought too. So maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, maybe you're right. So um, maybe she'll have to get out in the next issue. I don't know. I don't know. Besides that, other shit happens. Uh, I did love the conversation between Wilson and Emma. I think Wilson, like you know, it is a Faustian bargain that she has to make, and it, it's immediately menacing. Yeah, like you're reminded. Yeah, he's on the side of the mutants, ostensibly the good guys, but he's a bad guy. He's a bad dude. I couldn't tell from the way they drew him, literally menacing mm. over her with dark <laughs> shadows over his was eyes. His yeah. little people, his yeah. little pupils, like it was very, very creepy looking. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the Firestar Shadow Cat. Shadow Kate thing. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Um, I also love that they're like, okay, I believe you, Gene would totally do that. That makes sense. Also, I'm not going to help you, you dumb bitch. See, yeah. uh, can't yeah. help you. That's Spycraft, baby. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I, 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 I feel like these issues, this one, the next one, have undercut all the stuff that I thought was going to be cool about this. Uh, expand on that. Run. The the fire star, star th- uh, fire star th- stuff. 
I thought would be much more interesting. I thought it would be her like trying to, I, I don't know. It didn't, it just seemed like too easy for Kate, Kitty to be like Kate to be like, Oh, I figured it out. Blah, 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 blah. That's done. That's out of the way. Now all the, now all the X-Men will know that you're good. I wanted it to be a questionable for them for a while. I agree Not with that. Yeah. I could have seen it slower. Burn. It also kind of removes any sort of agency Firestar has is just like, now she's this little baby who's being patted in the head and say, okay, you keep going. It it, it just kind of made it incredibly lame. Yeah, she she really. I let thought it was gonna be a character out. a character defining story moment, and instead it's not. So, um, sure. when this happened, we all favorably compared it to like the one ninety eight after decimation, which went on for way too long. Um, when like you know there were like you know mutants were just you know completely annihilated. This is going to quickly. I think I would like to fall of X to last a little bit longer, but I think this has to wrap up by January for whatever is coming next. I see this uh, Firestar stuff going in a slightly different direction, or I'm hopeful that it could. I think it's smart to have Kate know now so that Firestar has someone that she can actually commiserate with in a meaningful way because Tony is not going to be that person. Mm -hmm. The fact that Kate has already said, by the way, I can't tell other people that you're in this position because this has to look real as fuck, I think means that otherwise the the status quo for her is still the same. She's still got to fight off all these suspicions and allegations. But now at least we know there is some lifeline for her through Kate and someone she can actually talk to about it. I just wanted her to be alone for longer. But when I feel you're, like, when you're al- like this, not double agent, but quasi, you know... It would be interesting. I I wanted to see inside of her head. Not it was now it's external. It's not. I wish that there was a mini series about this. It's like Double Agent Angelica. Yeah, that whole little blurb that the letter she had to her dad about returning the Mm -hmm. Avengers pass. Mm -hmm. I thought that's that was was good. That's a really clever way of trying to show how these backdoor kind of signals might work. I would have loved to have seen a comic about that. Yeah. I didn't want to have and to read it. In they're $30,000. The most important thing in this mm-hmm. issue, Butter Rum was mentioned. Mitt Butter Rum was Butter mentioned. Rum. Justice for Butter Rum. But, but, Butter Rum was the key to Grandpa or Father knowing that this whole letter is a lie and you should not. There's something up. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Butter Rum. Butter, Butter Rum, Rum did didn't not. die of cancer. Nope. And, and and father, oh. he, then he would know it. Wow, look he, at you, detective. Uh, yeah. Wow. Hey, I made a shirt that says Justice for Butter Rum. Yeah. I think I care about Justice for Butter Rum. Mm-hmm. You do. But I also have a shirt that says Cancer for Butter Rum, which is sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was a better seller, weirdly. <laughs> All right, anything else on X-Men? No. Let's move on to Immortal X-Men number 15 by Kieran Gillen and illustrated by Paco Medina. The 250,000 teleported mutants from the Hellfire Massacre find themselves without food and water and assaulted by strange wolverine clones in the still unknown desert location. Saving Mother Righteous, she guides them to the Atlantic Krakoa. She, I can't say ensorcelled. this word. Ensorcelled. Good Lord. What the fuck is that word? She ensorcelled during Jack the fall. GPT, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Back on Krakoa Pacific, <laughs> Professor X continues to fend off Orcus's attacks. Uh, and he kills them, uh, much to the chagrin of Shaw and Celine, who they have a very flirty little vibe going on too. This, that's a weird relationship. This oh yeah, is mm. worse for me than the X Men did with hobbling a story I thought was going to be good. What? Okay, with, tell us. With what they did with the whole Exodus thing. Remember, we were like, you had all the pictures of like Exodus coming, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, the Ten Commandments. Yeah, and now it's just X like, yeah. you know, oh, okay, good, great. Father Mo- Mother Righteous is back nonsense stuff she's found in some dirt and there's some monsters and this that and the other and all the weird stuff like the world building they were going to do with like this march is just something else now i don't know i i I don't care about her i've realized i am liking her less and less as we see more and more of her she's not enjoyable um this issue felt chunky to me it felt real chunky, real slop sloppy. And that's the worst. I mean, thing it, it ended even it chunkier, where you're like, okay, slunky, dumpy, <laughs> skunky, it, blanco. It, it's we start we start off with Celine. Her voice seems so crazy. She, she it's crazy though. I know, but it, it was like, and I just want to eat that. You humans, know what I thought? Humans are so tasty. I I immediately thought of Sauron and his cancer. Um, that's yeah. exactly. <laughs> it felt exactly the same thing. Yeah. It felt. Vi- that's the dialogue felt weird. Um, the Exodus stuff seems a little too fat. I'm this. This made me sad a little bit for this run because I love this run so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, 
damn it, the rest of those mutants are fucking useless, aren't they? Those pieces of low-level shit. A little weird bee kid or whatever he is. Well, no, no. One, they're making shelter. They're making clothes. They're making so, glucose. Yeah, they're making <laughs> glucose. Yeah, so we know Jumbo eat. Carnation is there, even though they didn't show him. Yeah. and Because that's what you want in a desert of fashion designer. And then nobody else that we know. I um, kept looking at people in the background. I was like, okay, we don't know who that. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, I'm going to just... I, I don't disagree with you completely, Clark, because I did want to see where Exodus was taking all of this, but we saw that, you know, Mother, Mother Righteous did the thing with the Atlanta Krakoa mm -hmm. at the end of the Hellfire Gala. We knew it was going to be coming back up. It came back a little quickly. <laughs> I was... <Real> quick. <laughs> when I saw the Wolverine clones, I thought those were the clones from, like, the Wolverine Beast stuff. X-Force, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and X-Force. Uh, I was not expecting Apocalypse to come here at all. That was... Are we sure this is Apocalypse? Well, well, he's got the big A, baby. Yeah, but he's got a giant gene. He, is like, this real? I didn't think this was real. I, I couldn't perceive what that actually was. That's why I, I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to think here. I don't know. I mean, gene is somewhere. We know that. Well, they're not going to bring her back in a different series. Were you, did, right? what, you, did you enjoy the ending? Because it just sort of made me go, huh. Hey, mine went, is, I, I mean, mine went, this is fake, I guess. I was like, <laughs> I was like not expecting it. I really thought that like Apocalypse would be coming back in X-Men Red with all the Genesis stuff up there. I like it. I you think like other it? than Celine being almost like a corny type villain, like I just like to eat souls. And you're like, yeah. she's a vampire. Cool. Okay, cool. Most vampires aren't that cheesy. Yeah. Uh, oh, let me uh, read your brain, Shaw. Oh, you want to fuck me? Interesting. Uh, I think, you haven't read enough vampire fiction, baby. Look, you guys would complain if there was a whole issue of Exodus wandering through the desert. I would not. Doing I really want to see Exodus doing everything. But he would be doing nothing That's for fine the entire me. issue. At least I'd get into his brain. I think, I mean, you know, I think a lot of it hinges on whether or not you like Mother Righteous, which I do. And to me, this feels like something she has set up. And what I really like about it is that it still fulfills all the stuff that would have been important to Exodus, which is getting to a promised land. He now looks like a hero and is somewhat beholden to her. The only line I did not like from Mother Righteous was when she talked about Margaret Thatcher, because that didn't sound like her. That yeah. sounded like Karen Gillan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because also, she, she was... Dead by that point. Slash. Correct, and so and Eve, yeah, if she'd come back, she probably would have been like, yeah, Margaret, Maggie, you're, Maggie was okay. You're a big Margaret Thatcher fan, so oh, huge! Yeah. I love <laughs> the Iron Lady. Um, she's my favorite superhero next Here's to Iron Man. Thatcher. Um, <laughs> but uh, Thatcher Smasher. No, but that like there is a certain kind of British writer like they're very progressive and they just fucking hate Tories, which I do too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That like it felt very much like Alan Moore or Grant Morrison or somebody else from that era of of yeah. uh, of writing that like making a crack about Margaret Thatcher. It's also it just, an easy joke. Yeah. It was too obvious. Yeah. Like, you know who I hate? Donald Trump. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. Um. <laughs> Anything else about <laughs> Shaw this? Shaw is very horny. We learned that. He's I love so horny. I love that Xavier is just murdering people now. Yeah. Well, that like remember that question that I posed on one of Polaris's like, do you think that like Kate's gonna have to like face a tribunal? No, I, I don't nope. think that anymore after like Xavier killing off yeah, of no Orcus. He's got his no ginger beard they now, and he's just slaughtering. They might folks. have killed each other. Now, you know, I mean, they purposely he's they purposely mentioned that he has telekinetic powers now for some reason, and so he's just te telekinetically killing people through his beard. Yeah. yeah, that's how Maybe it works. That's, that beard. that's the beard that did it. It looks good on it. Does. He oh, he looks job. great. He, he is, looks it's like a glow up. Ten years younger. It is a glow up. All right, so let's move on to Ghost Rider slash Wolverine Weapons of Vengeance Omega Number One. Can you have any more titles or words in that title? Uh, Benjamin Percy and Jeff Shaw. So this uh, miniseries wraps up uh, with Ghost Rider battling Helverine. What a dumb fucking concept to prevent the Bagra Ghoul possessed Wolverine from killing his fellow mutants and stopping. Both Father Pike and Bram from taking control of the Mephisto created demon. No one cares about Jeff Bannister and Talia uh, Warroad. Uh, I like Jeff Bannister. But what? I like him. I think okay. he's all right. I like him all right. What, but what do you like about his him? His constant in peril character who uh, doesn't do like add much. He design. looks like the dude from uh, the dude yeah. from that movie. The Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. The, big the dude. Yeah, okay. that's what I like about yeah. him. He's fine. I think he's like a fine enough human character. Uh, but this miniseries was, uh, I think it was competently done. 
it was a nice update of like the kind of like crossovers you'd see in the nineties. Um, I think it was ultimately inconsequential. Yeah, I didn't need to see this. It's still hurts. It still hurts that Wolverine isn't engaging with the rest of the suffering mutant community, and he he had this entire adventure. I, after this, I'd be like, okay, he had to help him out. He got captured, all that yeah. stuff, and he's like. Huh. What has Hulk been up to at the yeah. end of it? And I'm yeah. like, well, yeah. why are we doing this right yeah. now? Can you not right now? Exactly. He's like, yeah, uh, Orcus has killed many of my fellow mutants. Uh, yeah. We, we had to leave Krakoa. I'm going to go on a little uh, road adventure and see all these other heroes. Gosh, guys, I guess I'm done with Krakoa. See you later. See ya. Yeah. All right. Uh, our last issue of the week at Scarlet Witch number eight by Friend of Pod, Steve Orlando, and illustrated by Lorenzo Tometa. And Sarah Pacelli, Wanda and Loki go head to head in a truth off. While Joseph continues to find uh, to find himself and seemingly play double agent for the last last hex finder. What do you guys think? I I kind of like how this this series has become a little bit like damage control. Like if you want to just call back like something, you mm-hmm. can sort of have them come through the door, deal with like maybe a past event or something like that. For example, we have War of the Realms, so we can just sort of plug that in. It's kind of a fun pull. So you can, she kind of fixes everything because she's yeah. so powerful. So mm-hmm. to fix some of the stuff in the Marvel universe through this lens, I'm kind of okay with. Like in the Joseph stuff, I, I like Joseph. He's kind of re- he's really waffling between good and evil here. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, you're right. I should forgive myself, and then immediately is like murdering people again. It's, it's a weird. It's a weird. <laughs> That's will him they, forgiving himself. Yeah, <laughs> a real will they won't they? Real he said she said. You if know. you can't forgive yourself, how in the hell are you gonna kill someone else? Yeah. <laughs> can I get a? Uh, I like. Can I get a slay man? The uh, the <laughs> chemistry between Loki and Wanda. Whew. Ah, just smoking. It's so good. Just rising. Yeah. Um. Good little game they played. Yeah. Uh, I, I like an abstract game, but that has actual like. You stakes. like games? I never would have guessed. Uh, and that has actual stakes to it, instead of just being bullshit that's made up that no one could have an answer for. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Talking about Sandman there? Yeah, I'm talking that's about exactly Sandman. Exactly. The, the entire time I was reading this, I was thinking of the Sandman. Same oh. here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I, I kind of want to see him fuck. (laughs) I was hoping that Loki would say some truth that was like really inappropriate. Like, Mm -hmm. whoa, whoa. You can't find other. I make all my money through like Feet Finder or something like that. I thought my dad was kind of hot. You're like, whoa. (laughs) Don't confess. He was hot. (laughs) We know Uh, he fucks goats and stuff based on based on mythology. Mythology and mythology. all the weird and all the drawings that Clark has. Yeah, no, no. and he means real goats. No, not there like was the one of issue. Of, I don't remember which one that had all of his exes. It was one of the queer um, specials. It had like all sorts of different, oh, every sort yeah. of animal oh, species. Yeah, that was there, sort of this and that. Why couldn't he do something just freak Scarlet Witch? Out? Let him live. Yeah, I know it, exactly. They have hexual tension. Yeah. Uh, is the I'm guessing the hex finder someone you've you've heard of? No, deep no then we did. We heard from her two um, issues before. Yeah, but well, before okay. before yeah. that, I don't think she's yeah, okay. an existing character. I, I think this is probably going towards uh, a witch off, um, especially with Agatha coming up. Wow, so wow, It's a witch off. Oh God, you better fucking get those stakes. We're gonna fucking uh, kill these witches. You know, witch off. Um, but I think I think they're going to bring in all those elements together to try to like tie in like the upcoming series yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah. You know, she, you know, Agatha's going to show up. Yeah. All right, that's Anything the issues. Else, guys? That's the mm-hmm. issues. Are those the issues, Kayla? They're the mm-hmm. issues. <gasps> As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call "Plug Me, Daddy," where each of us get a chance to quickly <laughs> highlight something we've read, seen, heard, and wanted to share with you, our little homos. It's a time where we can emphasize whenever we want to size anything that we want. You know, um, I would like to go first. Okay. I would, I would like to plug um, a new song by Kylie Minogue. <gasps> it's good. Um, called Tension. Mm-hmm. Um, as the Tension. real life dazzler that um, she's living in our world. Yeah. We should always pay attention to her. It's a fun little dance bop. 
It's not changing the world, but it's fun. So shut up, everyone. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, too. Why Adam said he up? didn't like it last week. But now he likes it. Does well, he? well, that's why he's using it tonight to DJ. Oh, <laughs> I am. And I uh, so I am also going to be DJing tomorrow or tonight when you listen to this podcast. And I Friday. We're all Friday. DJing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm well, DJing on Saturday. Oh, my God. And you're DJing Sunday and you're DJing Monday. Yeah. Um, but I put I started working on the set and I put tension in. Like, because I didn't really love it when I heard it on Spotify, but when I like started playing it, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna work really well in a set." I think people will really enjoy it. It's very fun. It's really good. Great, that's my plug. Is that, yeah. your, is that your plug now too, Caleb? Yeah, that's my plug now too. I like the video. What? Wait, no, you start your plug now, and I'll finish it. All right, my plug <laughs> is uh, as I as y'all heard at the beginning of the podcast, I went to P Town. I got to see a singer by the name of Samara Joy who won uh, the Grammy for Best Jazz Album this year. Uh, she is all of 23 years old and is utterly delightful and crazy talented. Uh, like, she, her voice is just stunning and beautiful. Like, she had a great jazz band behind her. Uh, she did some original stuff, and she did some, like, uh, stuff, like, from, like, Thelonious Monk uh, and other, like, jazz legends. Um, just if you are in a town where she's touring, go see her. She's great. It was What's her name again? Uh, Samara Joy. Okay. Yeah. She's very cool. That's my plug. Clark, what you got? Uh, mine is a Korean show that's on Netflix called Behind Your Touch. It's about a veterinarian who um, gets, uh, gets a, a falling star, hits a cow that she's touching at the time. Mm-hmm. And so now she can, whenever she touches the behind of anybody, she can see like visions of like what they've done in the past. So it's called behind your touch because if you do it backwards, it's touch your behind. So that's, <laughs> that's really what it's called. I love Korean dra- uh, K dramas, but they're all they're too like treacly cute too much. And this one is just weird. There's like a serial killer running wild in it. It's strange. Like it goes from humor to comedy to drama to murder so quickly. And it's great. And there's a lot of ass touching. I love that. Oh, all right. Uh, my plug is for a graphic novel called Griffin, Galaxy's Most Wanted. It's a sci-fi uh, story about a rowdy anarchist captain of, uh, who's up against a super evil empire. It's written by Ben Khan, who I interviewed this week in our Creator Crush series, so you should check out that interview. Double plug! But I, couldn't, I didn't want to say it on the interview, but it was my favorite of their work. Uh, I think it's really great and i would love to see it as a tv show and you should read it griffin galaxy's galaxy's most wanted oh i hope amazon is listening (laughs) what so they buy it and do it yeah 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 buy it do it i don't need i didn't work it yeah (laughs) don't yeah i think he knows how plugs work yeah i think except for the plug part Oh, that was oh, good. Yay. Yeah, that was Brent did it. And that's my plug next week. Brent doing the plug. That's noise. how we. That's how we wrap up every plug, V Daddy. Uh, uh, if you have a chance, recommend us to a friend. Check out our Creator Crush series. We've got it on Juan and Jay Jordan. That's hilarious. Uh, ben Khan's also hilarious. Uh, if you're going to be at the Uncanny Experience uh, next weekend, uh, say hello. Uh, make sure you check out our Twitter and Instagram to vote in our X Men Assembled. Yep. Team building. Funtivity. You can find us on Twitter at Home Superior X and Instagram at Home Superior Podcast. Bye, little homos. Bye. Bye.